Hey, you. Hey, there. Hey, hey. Did you hear? Do you know what? Do you know? Do you know? I wasn't breathing. Have you heard? I haven't heard. Have you heard? Welcome to hell. It's Monster Friends. With a benefit. I'm Brad. I'm Sophie. And this is a podcast that you are listening to. And by you, I mean, I just found out, just, just found out somebody I did not know listened to this, listens to this. So you, friend of mine who knows me personally... If you're hearing me saying this, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the other person who told me that. So moving on, <laughs> Sophia. Yeah, that's me. That's who I am. That's my name. That's whomst you are. That's Sup? I woke up. Sophia attended a German brain. school, so that was German mumbling. Etwas mit den Uh I try to think of like something that I've done recently and I haven't done anything recently. That's not true. It's just like, you know, when someone asks you what your favorite movie is and like, you I, I haven't, like, an, no, I have an answer. What's your favorite? Survive style five plus. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah. And mine's court jester. Never mind. Okay. So I don't, okay. Well, bad example. Yeah. Yeah. Favorite album, something. And you're like, I've never listened to music before in my entire life. And it just wipes it clean and it's just gone. You're going to tell me your favorite album right now. No, I'm not. No, okay, no, I wouldn't that do that. Not, not twice in a row. That's too mean. <laughs> what? Hey, What's your favorite album? But it's like that. Photo. Um, <laughs> great answer. Fantastic. Very diplomatic. Last night, I was watching things on Netflix because I do. Yeah. And it popped up that Twilight was leaving Netflix uh, at the end of the month, I think, or January, whatever. And I was like, man, I haven't actually watched the Twilight movies since I was of Twilight age. So... I am going since you, since you were like becoming elderly. <laughs> yeah. Since you were in your twilight years. Yeah, you heard me. And I was like, so I'm gonna watch it now as a as a 30 year old woman and see like what I think about it. And like, <sighs> they're bad movies. They're like super bad. I only <laughs> I only got I only watched the first one. I put on the second one and did not, and just zoned out and left and like left it running. It's not. It's not good. There I got to hear a ranty complaint about the Twilight movies recently. Did you? Unprompted, somebody else, Fantastic. who I know, started rambling on. I mean, delightfully rambling on, right. but rambling on. I love to hear people complain about this kind of shit. Honestly, it's great. I, well, as as a Jewish person, I love to hear complaining. <laughs> that is that you know that cultural me, heritage. Me, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me let me sing you the song of my people, and it's just fetching <laughs> nonstop. I she started going on about how. The Twilight movies and books are are bad, whatever. Fine, fine, fine. Lots of stuff is bad. That complaint bounces around. Poorly right off structured me. story, sure. poorly written, etc. Fine, whatever. But her complaint, which is one that I, I had not heard spoken out so succinctly, was that all of the main focus characters are terrible and that all of the side all characters. All the side characters are so interesting. Yeah, and I think it's because. I, what You know what it sounds like to me is when you're watching. It happens a lot in action movies and anime and manga it, i i haven't seen it as much in western comics where a side character is introduced so distinctly like you have to know who this person is they have a a name and an outfit and hinting at some sort of a story and then they're gone immediately right and that happens so often i'm looking something up real quick are you going ahead relevant yeah the movie 
Sharkskin Man and Peach Hip Girl is probably my favorite example of that because it has an incredibly long intro sequence. And I, I think it's based on a comic, so that would that help. But an incredibly long intro sequence, which I actually read some of. Anyway, incredibly long intro sequence, which introduces every single character in the film by name and just so extravagantly, the majority of those characters are killed off in the first little chunk of the movie. And it's it's just incredible. Introduced, wiped out. It's great, and I love it. I recently saw a TikTok about another Twilight side character. I can't remember his name, and I can't remember the creator. If I do remember this, if I find it, or if you know who, what the fuck I'm talking about. Henry Fonda? Sure. Uh, we're going to refer to this character. No, we can't actually refer to it as Henry. <laughs> it's important that we not refer to it as Henry. Okay. Because Jamiroquai? <laughs> Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai. Absolutely. Which, by the way, name of the band, not the singer. <laughs> We see this character in the movie mm-hmm. for like two seconds mm-hmm. and he hides in the Cullen's attic and then we never see him again. It's wild. But in Twilight, the illustrated guide, which exists to go into his backstory. And he was the son of a nobleman in like the 1500s in England. Uh, his father served this Henry the second, I think. Anyway, and there, there's like politics happening and this dude is trying to mind his own business as like the younger son of a nobleman being like, I just want to do like my shit. I don't want to have anything to do with this. And his father is like being very cutthroat at court and like the whole thing. And he decides he's going to overthrow the king. He just like loses his mind and he's like, I'm going to kill the king and I'm going to install my younger son as uh, king of England. Like you do. Yeah. And so he turns to the occult to do this. And he, like, kidnaps his son in the middle of the night. His son is, like, in his mid-20s. I don't know. and like Son age. Him. Yeah, it's, it's fine. He's an adult. But, like, he does kidnap his son, essentially. Or, like, leads him into London under the cover of night and takes him to this room. And it's filled with, like, people in hooded robes. And he's like, all right, son, you are going to be the next king of England. I have sold my soul to do this. And so he, his father, and his cultists leave the room. And this dude comes in he's very pale and he says my name is astaroth and i have taken your soul and i will turn make you invincible so you may be the king of england and the and the people leave and the dude is like hey my name's not astaroth my name is actually george and i just like to fuck with humans i am gonna make you a vampire though and you will be invincible uh heads up stay out of the sun and um have a great time you know turns him into a vampire his father leaves him peasants to eat and it's a whole thing but then he just like leaves but like that would be a cool fucking i want to know more about this character i want to know more about george who just apparently that is his thing it's just loves to fuck with humans and pretend to be like this like the prince of darkness because he just can like that's that's fucking funny stephanie that's funny mrs myers i are she married probably uh can you please just write about George, the vampire who pretends to be the devil because it's funny? I would love to hear. I don't give a shit about Edward. This other dude, hilarious. So I think in general, these universes are better when it's other people that fill in the blanks or when it's the main creator just kind of spitballing yeah. and like, sure, you know, George, George Lucas being like, you know, what What should this music genre be called? Hmm. It's like there's, <laughs> it's there's, like, there's, there's, there's like jazz, but, but it's in space. So, jizz, jizz. jizz. It should be jizz. jizz. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Normal. Totally fine. But like all of the characters in Twilight are more interesting than, than jizz. Be- well, than jizz. <laughs> than Bella and Edward. Like fucking Rosalie. 
Rosalie is interesting as hell. She she was murdered and turned into a vampire during the Great Depression and like dressed up in her bridal clothes to go uh, return murder her ex-fiance and his friends who assaulted her. And like, it was great. Actually, my uh, my friend who went on the rant brought her up. Brought up. So as far as me... <laughs> Yeah, how are you doing now that I yeah. <laughs> talked about Twilight for a, for a long time? A while there. That's Sorry fine. about that, That's listener. fine. Also, do we have questions today? Fuck no. <laughs> no, it's great that I ranted about Twilight um, for a long time because we don't have questions. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, we do. We do. I'll, I'll, I'll get to that. I'll get. I'll get. I'll get to that later. So just, uh, just. I, I hope my are winking you, isn't picked you, up uh, on the mic. Is there something in your eye? Are you okay? There you is. It's this really nasty little globular thing. It's full of goop. I'm sorry. Why can't you have a vitreous humor about it? Anyway, how am My I joke doing? Is really corny. How am I? <laughs> <laughs> how you doing, Brad? Wow, what an apt pupil you are. I <laughs> I've been tired. I'm on vacation. Hypothetically, I'm on vacation right mm-hmm. now. But because my life is full of responsibilities, less so. <laughs> but, but, but this episode will be coming out, hypothetically, ideally, fingies crossed, the day after what is, to me, the most optimistic day of the year and should be for everyone, the winter solstice. Oh, yes. Longest night. I love the winter solstice because every day after the winter solstice for about six months, is brighter than the last one. It's true. The summer solstice, despite being a very bright, long, sun-filled day, is super depressing for me. Because every day after that, it's going to be a little shorter. Winter solstice, oh, good. But, you know, uh, gift holidays, for me, are done. That's gonna, true. Yeah, You're I'm done. I, I, I'm done. And, you know, New Year's, yeah, sure, it's fine. I already had mine already. You know. yeah, yeah. You're already ahead of us. Here. Oh, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I mean, mine's coming up solstice so mm-hmm. yeah i love the winter solstice so much i did some shopping for solstice because nice. i celebrate it as a yeah you know, yeah holy day <laughs> unfortunately i was shopping um uh trying not to incriminate myself <laughs> anyway and like the only thing i got specific was the pomegranate which is important but then i also got a fucking charcuterie board and like cheesecake and no alcohol for some reason so i'm not doing great <laughs> on that front i shouldn't be planning holidays i am having very small circle of immediate loved ones open house on the solstice do you keep vigil no oh i will be keeping vigil cool making sure the sun rises appreciate it yeah i will simply be telling people very close loved ones teeny tiny small group of people hey do you want to see me on a day when I allow myself to be optimistic the one day Yay. of the year? If so, come on by. <laughs> and nice. then, you know, people can or can't. That's their call. It's no obligation. I don't have a big event planned because viral pandemic with numbers going up. So, you know, there is that. What else? What else? I don't think I have a ton of other news. So we can move on from that to fake ads incoming. We don't have any ideas for fake ads this episode. Bye. (laughs) Now then, on to questions. Mm -hmm. Sophia. That's me. 
I, you and I neglected to go on Twitter and collect user questions, which we should add to our posting schedule, probably. Yeah, we probably should. So instead, I am on the spot going to come up with a question to ask you, and then you on the spot can come up with a question to ask me. Ooh, this is a bad idea. Yep. (laughs) Yep. I love a bad idea. This is great. Continue. Mm -hmm. Am I going first to ask? Yeah, you are. I'm going first to ask. Okay. Sophia. Uh Uh-huh. Is it a bad idea to date your yes. undead uh, anyway. or ghostly ex? It's the last word in there that really... If you were still dating... Let's say that a, they're your ex because they died. Oh, well, then and, it's fine. But time has passed. Let's say five years. Mm. Now, that's tough. I would expect it to start like almost right away if you're a ghost, but I guess you have to get your um, uh, ectoplasm under you. I was trying to say feet and it didn't anyway. That weird tendril thing. The little tendril. Artists who draw ghosts who don't like to draw feet apparently like to draw. Yeah. Yeah. If it's been five years, that might be a little, might be awkward, but if they died and you were still dating like the reason you stopped dating was because they passed away. Assume you were deeply in love and then oh, they died. Yeah. Well, Five then, years have passed. Then, I mean, if you were deeply in love with someone and they passed away, you might still be in, in mourning, honestly, five years on. I'm going to be real. So to find that they are still sentient, if untouchable, well, well, I don't know. maybe you can uh, throw some pottery together. It'll be fine. The thoughts that came into my head about this are, number one, they, they, they will stay functionally at the same age and the same state of development right they can't really grow socially right Mm -hmm. or you know in their their life they can develop personally i guess oh yeah for sure but you will grow and change and all that stuff over time and they will not okay they are also i guess you know it depends on what kind of ghost undead situation whatever it is right they're locationally locked or not also if the rules of ghosts are that all dead people become ghosts then like it doesn't matter that they don't age because when you die eventually because everyone will you'll be together again anyway hmm. and it'll be fine like even if it is 80 years on mm-hmm. like okay so we lived a full life together and now we're going to live a full unlife together mm-hmm. that's fine mm-hmm. i think it, i think it's sweet and it's a good romantic story sure i think for me the polyamory helps that too yeah because yeah, yeah. Five years later, the odds I'm not dating anybody. Five years? No, that... For me? For you. For me. For you, yeah. Yes. But also, you know, look, I would love a ghost partner. There's some stuff I cannot get from a ghost. I'm sorry. I don't care how vaguely corporeal they are. There's human stuff that I I really do crave as far as people, peopling, going out, interacting, going to events together. We are different in this sense. This is true. This is why I asked you this question yeah, I and would, not just thinking of an answer to my own question that I just came up with. I feel if I was deeply in love with a woman and she passed away, but turns out she haunts my apartment now, as long as she's okay with it and she's not trying to be like, I would really like to really die and pass on to whatever beyond and like no longer exist. If she's fine being a ghost. Yeah, sure. That's, that's fine. I, I mean, my grocery bill doesn't change. You know, we get to hang out. I know there is always someone around keeping an eye out. It's fine. Although, what what could somebody... You can't make a phone call. Uh, can wake me up. Yeah. Like, if someone breaks in and my ghost girlfriend doesn't sleep... And ghost she's, friend. Like, yeah, yes. 
Ghoul. My ghoul friend, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but ghouls are separate. Ghouls are separate things. I just want to point out that it is very common in these sorts of things yes, to refer yes, to a ghoul yes, friend. Yes, yes. Ghouls are a very specific creature. Yes. But using it as just a general term. Anyway, can awaken me. Or simply frighten someone off because, again, she's a ghost. Spooky. That's great. I'm spooky, and then she'll be spooky. So I'm fine with it. Fair enough. All right, Sophia. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this one. Oh, uh, correctly. (laughs) (laughs) I am no longer throwing you into the sun. I am now just going to throw you into the cold void of space. Nice. Just javelin. Looking forward to it. If you were to make the Swan Princess into a monster fucker story, the what? The Swan Princess? With Odette? Sorry. It's a ballet? I'm deeply culturally ignorant. Well, there goes like my only idea. <laughs> a princess gets kidnapped by a, a dude, gets turned into a swan. She can only turn it back into a human under the light of a full moon uh, when she is on a specific pond. There's a princess to come rescue her. There's a whole thing with the black swan, Odile. Very, who's very sexy. Never mind. There was a movie called that. That was based on Perfect I Blue. I didn't see it. I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. I, imagine Perfect Blue, but ballet. Same thing. Okay. Same amount of stabbing? Anyway, I haven't seen Black Swan in a while. Or Perfect Blue, actually. Uh, that, was, that was what I had. Swan Princess, Swan Lake. Sorry. Uh, okay. Remember, I'm not just a slut. I'm an <laughs> ignorant <laughs> slut. Great. <sighs> to be fair, someone did just yell at me and go, Swan Princess is the Barbie movie. Swan Lake is the ballet. Hey there, listener. This is Sophie from Later On. I decided to look this up and turns out I was wrong. The Barbie movie is also called Swan Lake, just like the ballet. What I was clearly thinking of was the 1994 animated movie that is neither Disney nor Don Bluth that is called The Swan Princess. I apologize for this grievous error. Man, I sounded so confident about it, didn't I? Anyway, that'll learn me. Back to the episode. Who yelled this at you? I'm imagining there is. We have some listener who loves. To oh, oh, I, I thought you're just like walking down the street and somebody <laughs> just like leans out of their car. <laughs> Swan Princess is the Bobby movie. Exactly. Swan Lake is the ballet. Exactly. Exactly. Cosmo has opinions. Cosmo has opinions about Swan Lake. He thinks she's hotter as a swan. See? Swans are just shitty, big, monochromatic parrots. I just feel it was very uh, short-sighted of Rothbart, who is the evil sorcerer in this situation, to turn the princess into a swan who are deeply unfriendly and will beat the shit out of you. I understand that they're elegant and lovely, and that's a whole thing. They will fucking bite you, Rothbart. And you gave her a whole court of other swans? Like, there's like... 20 swans and they're gonna never mind you know what 
It's fine. That was the question I had was turn Swan Lake into a monster fucker story. But I guess you don't know ballet. I don't know ballet. I saw the Nutcracker once as a child and tried desperately to leave the whole, the, the, the midway through. Why? Um, As a child. Was it our local ballet? I didn't like musicals. I kept wanting them to just stop all the singing and dancing and just, just talk so I could know what was going on. Uh-huh. And ballet was like that, but worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's it. That's that's all I have. As an adult, I've grown to appreciate that they're telling more than just the dialogue through the through the songs and the choreography. They're communicating in in a way that is a, different than regular communication. But as a child, you couldn't have explained that to me possibly. No. So on to. I guess the second question was just Sophie talking about Swan Lake and not actually talking about monster fucking. Sure anyway. was. <laughs> That's quite all right. It wasn't a pro. Nah. Mm. Mm. Well, I swan to move on. So it was a rather foul little section. <laughs> on to. <clears throat> You're going to leave that deranged giggle in, aren't you? I'm going to edit that deranged giggle <laughs> to a solid five minutes. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. That's going to be our audio preview that we put. Oh, yeah. I made... You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll put it in after this sentence. Maybe we're a clown nose that goes... <laughs> I made for Sophia a compilation of, during a previous episode, all the time she made clown horn honking noises. You know what? Yeah, that's our ad. I edited them all together. And so it's just a whole bunch of Sophia going. (laughs) (laughs) That, but like every time she did it in the episode (laughs) all together. And it's very tempting to just make that so like Sophia's ringtone when she calls me. (laughs) It would would be pretty great. My phone just starts. You you, you hear my phone buzzing, you know. What a world. To be what clear, a world. that wasn't recorded. I was just doing that. That was just noises. Sophia doing that. I did insert it somewhere in this previously, I'm sure. Oh, which is a sentence that I really don't want anybody to isolate. <laughs> On to, because we don't have any fake ads today, because guess what? We are recording this a mere four days before you are hearing it. And that's... Mm, we are so good at scheduling and it's being be fun. on top of stuff. Actually, we had the previous one scheduled. I was just having oh, true. such a horrible day. We could not have possibly recorded. It's fine. We worked it out. We'll make it do. We'll make, make it do. do. Making out, making do. <laughs> what? So. <laughs> I do not want, you know, I'm not easily disgusted by noises. I don't think I want to hear anybody make out this close to a microphone. No, no, that would. Oh, boy, that would be pretty bad. Huh? Autonomous sensory makeout response. Ugh. I've been trying to move on to the topic for the past two or three minutes. So, Sophia, why don't you explain the topic this week. So what we are doing is I have grabbed the entire lists of alien species from both Farscape and Babylon 5. We have random, they are in numbered lists. We have random number generators and we are going to generate two numbers and have to choose one of these aliens from either Farscape or Babylon 5 to engage with in how we see fit. Now, I did not sort... The Farscape list is much longer. The Farscape list has 72 discrete aliens and uh, 
Babylon 5 has 34 very bold aliens. Um, and the thing is, I didn't actually sort through the Farscape list, and I did see Dentic on there. So I don't know if all of these are sentient species. We'll make it happen. And if we don't, and if this doesn't take up enough time, we'll also add an FMK into that. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fine. All right. So. I'm going to marry the Dentic. Don't. <laughs> what is that? What is that? Do, don't. do not. Do not marry the Dentic. <laughs> so, our first random number. Oh, oh, God, you do spit and don't swallow the dentic, don't you? Yeah. You think about that. Sorry, listener. <laughs> if you don't get that reference. Watch get, Farscape. Sort yourself out. Watch Farscape and then some porn. Uh, so we have for Farscape, we have number 12, which is fine. It just says, do you like to read what number 12 is? No. <laughs> it. I don't remember what that is from, and I don't like this. I'm going to pull it up and see. <laughs> why, Sophia? I am why so sorry to start keep you in this suspense. way. Why are we starting, are we starting this starting way? way? It's spelled with a C, but I don't like this. Oh, no. I see. They're the, the graveyard folk. Ah. So it's not actually a species. So we're going to skip it. It. For those wondering, it starts with the C. Weren't those the like the teenagers with yes. the, 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 the transparent teenagers. bellies who who like uh, jumped down a well and shouted and got caught in an acoustic web or something? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's called uh, taking the stone. Taking the, the stone. Yes. Um, And we're just gonna skip that one and i'm actually gonna re-roll that one because that wasn't a specific species it was an organization yeah did you say what it is i didn't say it yeah clansmen yep so we're we're not doing that next up is 66 i swear to god (laughs) the trunken shrill singer i'm going to go ahead and pull that up on trunken is one of the ones that is a red link. I should have checked this beforehand. <laughs> I did not. We have a, a small list of low effort episodes, and this is supposed to be, one, supposed of to be one of them. Uh, listener, I'm glad you're with us on this journey. Are you looking it up or are you just giving up? Trunken. Shrill. Singer. Farscape. Tell me what the fuck this is. No. There is no more information. Not on the wiki. I searched DuckDuckGo. It is nowhere. We are having to roll fucking again. I really, I really should have vetted these, shouldn't I? Okay, number six. Boo lights. Sure. Boolities. I don't know why I said it like that. I also don't know. What the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, I I remember this. Please tell me about what they the spent it, with whatever episode it was. It was a bunch of uh, scaring test subjects, right, on the on the ship together, and they all got exposed to a sound weapon, and the blue light got exploded and was being reassembled the whole entire episode, and so they were like chucking parts back and forth to put the blue light guy together. 
Okay. <laughs> Wasn't it a scare and test ship? I thought it was. It was something. Some somebody was being weapons tested on, and the Bulite was one of the the people who was affected by the weapon and got it got yes. exploded. Its distinctions are able to survive even when blown apart for half a cycle, able to heal itself if body parts are aligned, and it has an excellent memory. I want, if you have um, a weak stomach, listener, don't look up a Bulite. This is B-O-O-L-I-T-E. Uh, because the picture that is available is a... Viscera. Yep. It is a mash of... Parts. Parts, purpley, reddish flesh, mound. It's gross. But apparently it has a great memory. There you go. So that's, that's really nice. And it can, re- it can you know... Not going to forget your birthday. Not going to forget your birthday. It can put itself back together, which is great. That's mm-hmm. great news mm-hmm. for it. All right. So... If it pushes you out of the way of an oncoming vehicle, your relationship can continue. And then for Babylon 5, we got number 10. This is super organized. Ooh. Which is the Drock. Going to have to refresh my memories on this one. We'll be doing that momentarily. Very cool and sexy. This is a Drock. They were dark servants of the first ones of of, uh, the Shadows that uh, came to power after the Shadows were... Babylon 5 spoilers defeated. Oh, this is some season five stuff. And the books. And the books. Do you remember when Londo Malari, Babylon 5 spoilers, became emperor? Yes. And he had that gross thing on him, on his neck? Mm -hmm. That's part of their invasion. They are mind controlling, super evil, and kind of sexy. I'm just saying, like, they're reptiles. They have pointy little faces, big eyes, and they're evil. D-R-A-K-H. Yes. The Doc. Love them. This is not a difficult choice for me. No. I would rather be friends, lovers, coworkers, with, with a boo light, probably. I guess. Yeah. I mean, look. Uh, I, I, um, I, th- there are probably very fantastic Drock somewhere. We just don't know what they're like. I guess. I just think the Drock are very sexy. Sure. So I'm going to go with Drock because I think they're sexy. Mm-hmm. The Blue Light seems like a great... Well, once like the mouth and larynx and lungs and all of that is put back together, it would be a great conversationalist. You know, until then, maybe a bit wet and gross sounding, but that's fine. But like... Great memory. I do remember the Bulite talking at some point during that. Like, got reassembled enough to say who the traitor was amongst the group. Ah, I see. Okay. All right. I don't remember this episode. I may not have gotten... I very vaguely remember this episode. I've seen the entirety of Farscape like three times, and yet still I barely remember. Yeah. All right. So you're going Bulite, and I'm going Drock. I'm going Bulite, you're going Drock. I feel like we're going to fall along our, like, our sides here. This uh, happens every time. You're on Farscape side. I'm on B5 side. No, 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 no. I simply don't want somebody whose entire presence in the show is noted for being evil and manipulative. I've had enough of that in my real life. I just have bad taste. I mean, of the tastes I've gotten, respectfully disagree. Jesus Christ. Next up for Farscape is number 52, Scarins. Uh, Scarins, but... 
<laughs> and was number what 10 for my babylon 5 i'm so glad you can edit the 16 oh, i can edit this can't i yeah, you can are the lort although it is a double l so perhaps it is short <laughs> yort short if you're doing it welsh so i'm gonna go ahead <laughs> do i need to pull them up the scarens where'd they go the Scarens are a reptilian race from Farscape who possess also are kind of evil and sexy. Possess an incredibly powerful empire. They are I'd say well, they're the primary antagonists later on in the later seasons. They the they do seem to have a, a caste system. The lower caste kind of ones are more horse faced. The upper caste ones are more, you know, human y kind of faced. And Farscape spoilers, they require the Bird of Paradise plant in order to maintain higher brain function. Yeah. Uh, Scorpius does not care for them. Gosh, I wonder why. Scorpius is half one of them. Yeah. Does not enjoy that. Yeah. They can sense heat. So they can tell when people are lying based on changes in heat signatures. They can also project heat from their bodies. They use this as a weapon. And they do not do well with cold. No, they... Scarens ain't moving to Wisconsin is all no, I'm saying. I mean, as long as I live here, I'm probably safe from them. Probably. Except in summer or sometimes in winter when it was. Yeah. So tell me about the yort. The flort. Uh, They're extremely cute. First of all, they look like they're little armadillo oh. men. Yeah. Um, They are members of the League of Non-Aligned Worlds. We don't get a, like an episode about them, but they are always in the background. Uh, it says that they are. They do live underground i just remember them being in the uh the council chambers of the league of non around the worlds and they usually went with uh popular choices trying to stay you know amongst themselves but they are extremely cute little fellas they oh man that's just an armadillo they keep digging holes in my backyard anyway i you think first. the choice is short I know. I know. So I know I just chose the they do, sexy lizards, but they do seem adorable. They do live underground. They would be industrious, right? Mm-hmm. The, the little wiki thing there says that their society is futile and plagued by near constant war. So name someone in Babylon five that isn't. Yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> Just that's fair. I, it's kind of rich for them to uh, say that when, like, the reason Babylon Five, the station exists, is because of war. Yeah, so. Babylon Five is pretty notable for being like, you know, you know, like the Federation, like the Star Trek Federation. Imagine if that, but actual government, wouldn't that be bad? Mm-hmm. But that's exactly it. That's that's it. That's a show. So you're gonna go with the the short armadillas. The armadillas. So I have a problem. I know you do. I'm too warm all the time. Mm. I have another problem. Tall, hot. I know. Listen. I have, I, an, I have another problem. A reptile dysfunction, if you will. They are oh. li- lizard, lizard people hot. Now, we do not see a non-evil in the show uh scaring and that's kind of a problem within sci-fi in general right you got your bad guy planets and your good guy planets and except humans where there's good guys and bad guys because basically if you get to know a species enough they're not all bad but you know or good or whatever but 
But if fine. you don't, they're all caricatures, and that's yeah. it. If I met a Scarin who had all the typical Scarin traits, but wasn't, you know, like evil, I'm going Scarin. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 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 What was you're that you were just saying? You're scaring about the, me with all these uh, all these choices here. The the evil lizard men is bad. Shaming Excuse me for choosing me. Rocks. Excuse me. And here me. you are being like, oh, lizard daddy. <laughs> <laughs> you heard me. Oh, 72. The very last uh, on the list here. For Farscape. Yeah. Which is probably an organization. Uh, the Zenitan Pirates. They're a species. They are? Well... They're the only Zenitans we meet. All right. I'm going to go pull that up. Uh, I can tell you, the Zenitan pirates are not sexually dimorphic. They all look the same. They are... Well, the, the, the pirates specifically control the flax, which is basically a space net. Like a net, like a literal net, like you'd catch fish in. For ships and stuff. Uh, they're ruthless... You know, kind of... Well, they're fucking pirates, right? That's what they do. They're mercenary pirate gang. Right, exactly. Um, but the one that we meet, the one Zenitan we meet who gets a, a crush on Dargo... Yes, I remember that. It where was very the whole, sweet. It, it was sweet. And the show kind of gets, you know, in your, your you know, 2000s transphobia bit where it's like, ah, I'm a, I'm a female, you know? Literally what he what the, the, the person says. And they, they try to avoid using pronouns before that, at least for the non-Moya crew. So, you know, honestly, I, who it's, I, I, oh yeah, they also get briefly taken over by uh, Rigel's old enemy before Rigel decapitates him and gets in charge of them again. So there's that. Who do we got for Bab 5? We have the Yolu. Uh, you only live uncle. Mm-hmm, exactly. And I was just scrolling through their uh their wiki page here the yolu scroll through exactly and they have like a culture and society section they have a glossary of yolu terminology section which is wild because i have never heard of this race in my entire life there's a picture there's they say their training is on the shock i guess like there's culture society religions and glossary like so there's like a lot of information about these characters so i just watched the episode about the 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 mutai fantastic yeah so you remember the yolo i know we met we meet the (laughs) we meet the one guy the the mutado the guy who's in charge of space karate and that's who's pictured right here yeah so that is our only touchstone for this character for for this species Uh tell me about him he's he seems very focused on tradition and he seems kind of at first cloistered about his tradition, but then ultimately accepting when people have proven themselves. So, yeah. And also just space space karate. Played by uh, Sun Teko, who is an actor who after the episode I looked up and I was like, oh my God, I know this guy. I've seen this guy a million times. And I looked through his filmography and did not see that many things I recognized. He was uh, Fa Zhou in uh, Mulan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Seems great. Soon Teco. Right. Cool. Good job. Cool. Uh, because I don't remember them, I will not be choosing the Yolu. Bless 
glad you have traditions glad you have this really long wikipedia page that goes into how like the fucking marriages work some there, there has to have been a book There's yeah there must have been a book i i am a bad fan and i haven't read all the books because the thing is is that you have to find a list of not only the books but which ones are canon compliant which ones are semi-canon like this was very irritating i probably should read like the telepath war at least which is totally canon but it is about best yeah babylon 5 sure has its best content about the telepaths mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyway uh so i'm gonna go ahead and just as an eaten pirates and not think about telepaths too much bester was such a good character though yes i do agree i do love a very very evil villain love him. yeah that's what i'm choosing is the pirates seem like fun Live a pirate lifestyle. It's pirate's life for me. The Yolo. one, the one, the one that we meet who gets a crush on Dargo is so adorable. Yeah, it's like the ship is always breaking down. You know, I love a good spaceship that runs on bullshit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, going around, running around, clickety clanking. You know, somebody else has to comment and go, "There's no way this should work." And that person like spins a dial and is like, "It it's does fine. on fine. alternate Tuesdays." <laughs> exactly. It's always a good. Uh, it's always a good bet. But I just think it would be, you know, fun. Regretfully, I must side with you again. It's actually a little harder of a choice because that that one guy seems nice. It's true. All right. Next up is number four. One, one more of these, and oh. then I want to do an, an in, in internal list FMK because otherwise okay. this is just going to be the Brad sides with Farscape a whole bunch episode. The Molian Death Spider. I don't think. Oh. There are 74 options on this list. And there are only three red links. We have now hit on two of them. <laughs> this is a red link, so we have no idea what that is. I assume it is a large just spider roll that again. loves to just, eat. Just roll again. I, yeah. For love of God. Number 10. Did we already do number 10? No. Calcivore. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. And Do you want to explain that? Do you want me to explain that? You can go ahead. And okay. What's the, the one Calcivore's name? Who we meet, I forget. Either way, there's planet with scientist and scary monster. At first, it seems like the episode is undermining the scary monster is bad guy because the the scientist name who whose name is Bernie or Bernie, he's oh there's a scary monster in the woods, and then he tries to take uh, Zan as a sample, and turns out he is all fucked up. But the Calcivore was whose name is Emily. M hyphen or uh, M apostrophe L E E was brought to the brought to the planet by Bernie's ancestors to wipe out all of the mammalian life so that they could study the plants and then ran out of food. And, but then she went into like hibernation or something, which they weren't expecting. They were just expecting her to starve and die. And then she didn't. And then she kind of stalks everybody to try to eat their bones. And then the crew at the end of the episode is like, tell you what, cause she, she goes kind of off when she hasn't eaten bones she's super hot she's super hot and i want to point out that on she has a rage mode as well it's which is very sexy little spikies on the back of her head go like shink uh she gets a little erection there it's fine i want to point out though that the caption here on the fan wiki under her picture says got milk jesus fucking christ hey if you're the person who wrote that the emily entry you can dm us you can dm us also (laughs) what the fuck so Calcivore, extremely fucking cool, very cool, like species 
like oh yeah the crew of the moya makes a deal with her it's like all right you don't eat us but if you wait a little bit you can get picked up by the peacekeepers and you can eat how many of them as many of them as you want the end of the episode has has scorpius being like no we must be merciful bracca and then we never see her again unfortunately even though that'd be very funny that just eats bracca i have bad news for you regarding the babylon 5 alien you think calcifors are very cool unfortunately the one we got was the Narn. Oh, no. Was the Narn. No. Straight up Jakar. Oh. oh. Jakar, who is... Jakar is my favorite character uh, from Babylon 5. He's Full so stop. cool. He's so cool. He, his, his arc is amazing. amazing. Oh, arc. my God. Holy fuck. Not to mention very sexy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andreas Katsoulas. Just absolutely choice. And then, of course, you have other Narn. You have, like, Natoth. Mm-hmm. Super hot. Very cool. Super violent. Love that for her. Go off, girl boss. Uh, and just like the I'm rest sorry of- I said that. <laughs> Please. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I feel like... Move on. Please. For the love of God. Don't make me... Gaslight is still lead. No. Gatekeep is... No. I'm not sure. Who's gatekeep? Anyway, and girl boss is Natoth. Garibaldi. <laughs> yes. Um, anyway, the Narn. If you're not familiar. Gaslight, gatekeep, Garibaldi. <laughs> Somebody's got to. Uh, you just described Grey 17 dismissing. <laughs> That's the episode. That's it. So if you haven't watched Babylon 5, first of all, do that. Do Come that. back. The Narn are one of the most important species. Uh, they're on the council. They are the hot red aliens. Andreas Katsalas is, of course, the lead Narn here as as Jakar, Ambassador Jakar, then Citizen Jakar, then Prisoner Jakar. Then they were previously Jakar. under the heel of the Centauri. the Centauri. And then the Centauri fell from their place of prominence. And the Narn really did not forget. No, and still haven't. Yeah, honestly, the rock cried out in a hiding place is one of my favorite scenes of mm-hmm. television. Mm-hmm. The the intercut. Sorry, <laughs> I. Oh, anyway, the Narn are they are variegated red. They have a lot of spots. They don't have hair, but they have very intense eyes. Jakar himself is very buff and tall. And they're very smart. Isn't there a guy with a samurai sword who I'm not forgetting? Who yes. I'm not remembering the name of? Just type in Narn with sword. And it is distinctly a samurai sword. It definitely is, for like, sure. Um, like, like Earth, Japan, samurai sword. Like, he calls it out. It's not just space sword, nerd katana. I accidentally searched just Narn with sword, and it gave me swords from the Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> We, we, we can move on. It's fine. We don't have to get yeah. stuck on this. So, Sophia, how about you between these two? Narn. Yeah. And it's Jakar. <laughs> it's Jakar. I, a lesbian, would let Jakar ruin me. He mm. wouldn't, though, is the thing. He would also read sweet poetry and cook for me, and like it would be fantastic, and he would have a great time, and I would have a great time. He's The thing about Jakar <laughs> is that he's also a romantic and a poet, and like, ugh. God, I still have a weakness for warrior poets, man. Ugh. So good. How about you? Uh, my choice could be Narn Other. 
<laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Are you also f- specifically thinking of Jakar? No. No, just in general. If I had, to, I mean, all the Narn characters we are very, like Natasha. They seem very is interesting. Extremely cool. They're all, they're all very strident, largely. Yes. And I appreciate strident in a character. The one of like the like species trait is that so many of these, because of their history, Narns have decided that they are going to be very bold and uncompromising and confident in themselves, and just like to a man, to each person. They are very much. You know like what's this. very funny is they definitely remind me a lot of Romulans yes. from Star Trek. Yes, absolutely. Arguably more interesting. Yeah. Than, no. than the Romulans, but it's also especially funny because Andreas Katsoulas did also play yes. a Romulan. <laughs> he did. in Star Trek. Yeah. Um. Uh, Somebody was just like this guy. Yeah. Anyway. I love Narns. I think they're very, they're a very interesting story as like their history. Mm-hmm. And I love them and I love Jakar. Same. Uh, also, you remember that time when he got his art, Babylon 5 spoilers, when he got his artificial eye and he found out that it w- could work outside of his head and then he left it in people's places to, wa- to watch them have sex. <laughs> I did not remember that. Oh, well. Yeah. I am unfortunately now reminded of the room and I just like to watch you guys. <laughs> right. All right. Let's pick. Let's 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 round this off with three f- Farscapes because it's a much longer list. It is. And then we'll FMK that. All right. We'll call it a day and hopefully the listeners enjoy this. Please, listeners, we really. So normally if you don't like the topic, it's because you don't like hearing about, you know, you wouldn't want who gives a shit about Venom or, you know, whatever movie or book we're listening. This is a format that we may use again. Mm-hmm. Please let us know what you think. Yeah. we Honestly, if you hate it, genuinely tell us why at least. Yeah. Like give specific feedback. Don't. We're looking for constructive criticism. Well, if you would like it, but if different, that's also fine. Fantastic. If you like it as it is, also fine. If there's no, if you just want to hear about a topic instead of. If you would just like to hear me talk about Narns and how sexy and cool they are. Um, or about uh, Narn and Centauri, or like you know, um, Mimbari. I'm just gonna keep listing. Maybe we can talk about the Pakmara, who are cool. Sure. If if you just anyway. want to hear one of us talk about a topic at length, during which you're allowed to imagine us naked, we can't stop you. We literally cannot stop you. There's nothing you can even rotate us in your mind. You could. For free. Yeah. So right now, imagine Sophia. Okay. Are you imagining Sophia? Now imagine that this is Sophia's voice. Hi, it's me, Sophia. You can do that. You could pretend that I'm, and I'm Sophia. Brad. Exactly. And it, I'm I. It's me, Brad. I do the editing of this podcast. Hi, it's me, Sophia. I do the promotion of this podcast. Fantastic. Uh huh. Great. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Body switch episode over. Okay, now please let us know. In the meantime, FMK time. Do you have uh, something to write, write these down so I can just roll and roll and roll? I can do a clickety clack. Okay. 48. 8. 6. Why don't you g- g- give me another one just in case one of these is <laughs> fucking clans and there's some shit. 67. All right. Go ahead. Don't use these as your lotto number. <laughs> All right. Or do, do, listener, and then we'll all be rich together. <laughs> yeah. 48. Placavians. Ooh. You are trying to print it. No. <laughs> 
Did I spell it right? You did. Unfortunately, you absolutely. <laughs> Weird. Number eight is Builders. Number six, we have to roll again because it's Blue Lights. No, you know what? Change that to a 69. Nice, 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 nice. Because I decided so. Vorks. Nope. It's a C. Yep. And 67 is Venek. Venek. Vedek is um, the uh, the priests of. Uh... Oh my god. Vedek Burial. I remembered Vedek Burial. <gasps> oh my god. What is the fucking planet? God. What is Kira's species? <gasps> Wait, you're not talking about Bajorans. God damn it. Yes. The priests of the Bajoran people. I could not bring the word Bajoran to mind. I could only bring up the words Vedic Burial. Oh, he's a handsome man. Amen. We're now looking at Vedic Burial. Wrong, wrong, uh, uh, wrong universe, though. Sorry. We could probably do this list with uh, Easy. Star Trek. Easily. Easy. Easily. So I don't remember Vorks or Venic though. Great. That is the list for Kobold. Anyway, so... Listener, Sophia is the one looking this up because you probably heard me type all that other stuff up because Brad liked Clicky Switch, which guess what? Not not great for recording. Not with the mouse, not with the keyboard. So just imagine right now, if Sophia was the one doing this, all you would hear is just like... <laughs> Are you getting that ASMR? Now, listeners, while Sophia is looking this up, I will read out the characters that I just typed out one by one in this very soothing tone. Anyway, Placavians. R-T-8-A-E-H-Y-T-R-A. I have them pulled up now, so you can stop. (laughs) You can stop at any time or you can keep going, I guess, and this could be the rest of the episode. Go on. As you're reading random. Go on, Sophia. Placavians. Well, I knew them. Yeah. Well, I brought them up. Um, Placavians, or as John kept misremembering, Placavoids. Close. Does it not say that? I- insistent mispronunciation. Placavoids. They're kind of gross. They're Gotta be real drippy. Little, little. Can I say it? A little gushy. You could say it, <laughs> and you chose to. <laughs> and then next up is Builders. Those are the ones who made Moya. Yes. The, the the actor pictured, by the way, on the wiki page for the builders is the same actor who it played is, Rigel. That's right. I remember that. He appeared as a whiff of mist and he looked like a 90s television conception of a Greek god. He sure but did. like one of the jolly ones. The, vo- the Vork. Oh, those little guys. The little vermin. Very cute. Well, I mean, pest control. I guess. They're oh, creepy. E.T. looking motherfuckers. Yeah. And a Venic is a big lion dude. Those guys from the episode where they traveled, they time traveled into the past Alamo. That's right. They did do that. And then they had their lion boys, their friends. Well. Big kitties. Those were the guys at the gates, but yeah. Yeah. Big kitties. They had friends. Yeah. They made friends. Well. Well, they tried. Yeah. But every once in a while, they tried to make friends and it didn't work out. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> 
Yes, love these guys. So, do we want to? Which ones do we Let's want? Let's cut to the move? Vorks out since it's not clear if the Vorks are particularly sentient. Yeah, they're so cute though. Or if they are, it's minimally. So we got the Placavians, the the Builders, and the Venic. Yes. So of those three, Sophia, Venic, FMK. Uh, it's not just an either or. You gotta. Need to remember more about. Placavians. So the Placavians have a very strong sense of justice. They are. Well, kind of. There's own sense of justice. They hold everybody on trial. It's with your 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 Rashomon episode, where everybody oh, remembers I remember. things yes, differently. Oh, I remember. Yes, they the chairs and the whole thing. Yeah, because Talon blew up uh, one of their ships. Right. And everybody's like, "Well, how did it happen? Why did it happen? What what was the cause of this?" And they are like, "Well, it doesn't make any sense. Some of you must be lying. We all remember everything exactly the same as it happened every time." Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, John and everybody else is like, "Well, we that's not how." Every other living being operates. Yeah. Oh, that was the episode where, uh, far escape spoilers, Stark got disintegrated. Right. He sure did. He took the blame for everything. Yeah. 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 Now I remember that episode. Yeah. Because of the, the chair and like they would cut the, the chair was in like a watery room. Everything and, was watery. Yep. And then like they walked out and like the yellow pus like dripped into the water and like hissed. It was gross. Yeah. Yeah. I remembered it now. Yeah. 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 I don't like them. Yeah, they carry and deal in like war crime, horrible torture weapons. So that's going to be my K. And then fuck the Venic and marry the Builder. I feel like a Builder could really provide as a spouse. Ships. Living sure. ships. Friends. I... If you're a fan of Farscape, uh, you will also have laughed when Sophia went, ships. Living ships. <laughs> Anyway, if that doesn't make sense to you, don't worry about it. If it does, if it doesn't make sense to you, hardly like half this episode did not. Make if it doesn't sense make to sense you. to you, have you seen even the intro to Farscape? Because <laughs> that is that is all that is. So, I am going to differ slightly for you, mm-hmm. and I am going to say, well, kill the Placavians. Sorry, guys, you haven't shown me anything good that you do. You deal in horrible imagine if you're married to a placavian and like you make a mistake like you drop something or like something goes wrong and you don't you lose something oh yeah then you're yeah. lying by remembering it differently yeah that's awful so terrible yeah it's a relationship not an interrogation okay? exactly yeah god god plus uh, the laundry bills are out of this fucking world man i am going to differ from you and uh, if only for the sake of variety and i'm going to say fuck the builders okay because you, you know just what? wanted to say the sentence. Well, no, those. they don't seem to have a lot of follow through. Like they came and checked on Moya because they were like, you created an offspring that had weapons. Therefore, that's bad. That didn't work before. And they just they're, they're, they're kind of absent. They, they do their thing. They make the guys and then they leave. And it's like, you know what? If I'm going to have a one night stand, I might as well have it with a, a wisp. Wispy, yeah, wispy yeah. Fogman. Yeah. You know, it seems like he knows how to get down. Magnanimous, very giving, a giving lover. Okay. That's true. And the Venix, sure, they're described as a horde, but I mean, who hasn't historically? And very handsome, very but handsome. We are looking at this picture of of this particular uh, uh, example of the species, and he is very handsome. Yeah, lion guys. He's a lion guy. He's very noble yeah, looking. Strong, yeah. And, you know, Great they seem beer. to have a strong sense of, of, you know, sure, was the little Alamo thing destroyed and pillaged and everybody died? Yes. Is that bad? Yes, obviously that's bad. But again... That's from a species perspective, okay? The other values that they seem to have, at least this general, he seems like a very honorable, noble guy. Exactly. Yeah, so I'd, I'd, I'd marry, the, marry the heck out of that guy. I, all right, yeah, I can see your logic there. But we agree. 
I don't. Placavians? No, Sorry. Placavians. You are not relationship. We can only look, 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 look. Maybe there's good Placavian somewhere. Maybe we just met the Placavian weapons dealers. This is entirely possible. However, we are going off of examples of the species that we've met. Okay? Exactly. So we're going off of characters, essentially. We are simply in all these in all these instances, obviously, we're going off characters. I don't like that, you know, we even talked about a little bit earlier where the whole species is just this one thing. That's silly, it's bad, it's it's, it's racist. And I don't like it. But what we are doing here is using these species to think of ex- specific character examples that we are going through. So, you know, earlier, that's why Sophia was talking about Jakar. We were talking about Natoth, so on, so forth. So in this instance, we're talking about specifically the Plakavian horrible chemical weapons dealers. We're talking about the one builder we met. We only bit, met the one. And we're talking about, you know, the Venix examples that we met. So therefore, you know, I said what I said. Yeah. And you said it very well. I think you did. You Thank did, you. you put that for so that was your little bit of quality content at the end of a lazy episode. I think and we did pretty well for a lazy episode. I honestly. think we did pretty well um, for a lazy I episode. I think the uh, there's enough to edit down for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I think the structure makes sense. Of mm. you know, maybe we tightened it up a bit. <laughs> yeah, we are. But listen, this was not the seat. This was seat of our pants. Yeah, a little bit. Come to it with a little more preparation, kind of like we did for your video game ladies episode. Exactly. Right? You assemble. We we each would assemble a portfolio for the other person, so we have vetted it and may know it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So that probably won't happen until the new year. That's fine. 2022, we'll get our shit together. Sure. It'll be fine. Yeah. 2022, the year when we start releasing naked podcasts. What? Yeah. Where they, they can, they're allowed to imagine us naked. Oh, I see. Okay. Until then. I mean, it's going to be a, a You better year. be imagining me in a full woolen suit every time. If you have not been imagining me in a woolen suit up until now, disrespectful. And you may only rotate us in one axis. <laughs> your mind <laughs> Wee! and that's the also, sound of me spinning on one axis in your mind also Wee! you are only allowed to imagine sophia wearing the the hide of a bear <laughs> that she had befriended yes which is also wearing the hide of a child <laughs> that I'm observed sure on which that is one. also wearing the hide of me i guess i don't remember this <laughs> very well if you know what we're talking about then you're one of the three people who's listened to all of the episodes i <laughs> guess so very much for that kudos listen 2022 is going to be a better year because they the galva goat finally burned down again so <laughs> why do i know what that is it hasn't burned since 2016 it's very important so that was this episode we wrapped that enough up of, <laughs> enough of that sophia do you have a host recommendation of anything oh shit i forgot we had to have these um, we don't have to have, don't have, to have them, but uh, we are bound by nothing but our own expectations. <laughs> no, that's true. Um, and my woolen suit. Do you have one? I usually take the time when you're giving yours to think of mine. I was, I, that was going to be my plan. How about Ovid's Metamorphoses? Yes, the is ancient it, Roman. Is it Ovid or Ovid? I don't know. <laughs> He's not going to correct you. <laughs> the fuck he going to do? <laughs> Anyway, uh, they're very pretty, and they're uh, very funny. Uh, I recommend, in fact, the story of Arachne uh, and her contest with Athena, her weaving contest, because it goes on for multiple paragraphs about all of the gods' adultery and infidelity, and that is what she is weaving. And it's very funny that she it, the list keeps going. So, recommended. Cool. For me... I have one recommendation that I don't know if I've recommended before, and that is Doom Patrol. 
It's still so good. I'm still watching the most recent season, and it has managed to ensnare me emotionally several times, which is a difficult thing to do. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through these pretty is quick. It? it is. It's actually surprisingly difficult. <laughs> uh, recommendation number two is going to be, well, there's a new season of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, part six, Stone Ocean, has been released as an anime now. The first 12 episodes, probably by the time you're listening, it's still just the first 12 episodes, have been released as a bundle on Netflix. The other episodes... They haven't officially announced, to my knowledge, but probably in in January, they're going to be dropping either bundles every once in a while or new episodes every week. And it's good. Boy, howdy. Part six is great. Jolene is possibly one of my favorite JoJo's. Love, love, love Jolene. So good. The stands get real weird. You even get to meet Steve McQueen in these, and he is a wild and wacky character. Sure. Yeah. I think that's that's it for me. So please find us on social media. We don't yeah. have to interact, but find us. Yeah. Find us. Seek us out. We're on Twitter. We are on Instagram. Instagram. Those are Monster FWB. And we are now on TikTok. And somehow we managed to get ourselves out of Monster FWB. So we are Monster underscore FWB yeah, is th- the active account. I think we might have the other one, but we have to manage to get our little grubby fingers into it. So yeah, for now, so, Monster underscore FWB. Yeah. If you search... Uh, Monster FWB, we're the thing that pops up, I think. Probably, anyway, yeah. We have one whole video up. Ooh. Ooh. Hopefully more. Yeah. I, I, I love a whole video. And you can email us at monsterfwb <laughs> at gmail.com if you do so and you have a question for us. Remember, make the subject line question colon and then inside the email, ask us your ask us your question. Don't put a colon. Please do not. Eh, whatever you want. And no, do not invite people to send fine, us colons. Do not do that. And you are allowed to DM us on Twitter if you are, what, the person who put that Got Milk caption on the Farscape Wiki, <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis if you want rec- restaurant recommendations for Milwaukee, Virginia Hay is allowed to DM us, Ben Browder is allowed to DM us. Was that it? I feel like there was someone else. We really should keep a running tally. Probably. Yeah. And if you are anybody I had a crush on in high school, you are allowed to DM us. Sure. And if you want to send anything to Sophia, specifically a shiny gold bar, let us know. We will create a P.O. box for you <laughs> well, to send Sophia funny. gold bars. Yes, absolutely. Goodbye from hell. I have been Brad. I've been Sophie. And this has also been Monster Friends. With benefits. Thanks for watching.
Welcome to hell.